This is Sabrina Avellan, and you're listening to the I Agree With Myself podcast, where we aim to align our inner knowing with our outer world. The intention is not for you to agree with me or for me to just talk until I agree with myself. It's to have candid conversations about life, experiences, and relationships. At the end of this episode, I'll pose one to maybe three questions. And hopefully, by answering them, you have that moment of, aha, I agree with myself. Hey, y'all. I am so excited about this episode because I'm coming off of a vacation. I went to Isla Mujeres, which is a island off of the coast of Cancun in Mexico. And it was hands down the best vacation that I have taken as an adult. It was so good. So good. And had I planned better, I probably would have pre-recorded a couple episodes and put them out while I was gone. Definitely got on myself a little bit about that and realized like this whole podcast is about flow and a big part of it is about grace and taking messy action. And so everyone's going to survive without a couple weeks of podcast episodes (laughs) and it's fine. So I'm coming back fully refreshed, feeling really good, feeling super inspired to maybe move to the beach at some point, but also really excited about some topics that are coming up because I had some great conversations with people on the island. But today I want to talk about self-care. This is a this is a topic that gets me pretty heated because self-care. It's in the dang phrase self. What is self-care for myself is going to be very different from what it is for yourself. But when we look at marketing, when we look at commercials, when we even look at articles online, right? What do we find? Especially for women, we find that self-care is a nice long bath. It's a face mask and time for a book in the nice warm bath. Or it's going to a spa and treating yourself to a luxurious experience. And then you go a little deeper online and it's going to tell you, no, none of that. You're not actually taking care of yourself if you if you apply a face mask at night, that you have to be going to therapy in order for you to be experiencing true deep self-care. And I know I say that all with kind of like my nose up in the air, but that's only because I don't agree that those isolated things are self-care and I don't agree that they're not (laughs) self-care. I live in a world of both and they are both self-care And they are also not really self-care. Here's the thing. Okay, for me, I've adapted my definition of self-care. And so for me, self-care is not a doing, it's an intention. So it's not an action. It's not taking the bath. It's not putting on the face mask. It's actually the intention of your time to do that. It's the time you take to spend that time with yourself. So it's not an act, it's an intention. And rephrasing it that way opens up the possibilities, the options, the experiences that qualify as self-care for you, for me, for anybody. 
And that's so important because when we expand a definition, when we make more space for something to be applicable as self-care, value how we value as self-care, then we start to create more space for us to implement self-care for ourselves. But we also get space to recognize what we're already doing as self-care that we didn't qualify as self-care before because it didn't fall within the category of, you know, going and getting a manicure by myself. Okay, so funny little thing. Uh, After I reframed what self-care was for myself, I realized that not answering my phone is a form of self-care. I, if you're listening to this and you call me and I don't answer, (laughs) you're probably like, yeah, I know she doesn't answer. I frequently don't answer my phone. And it's not because I don't want to talk to the other person or that I'm like necessarily even too busy. It's that when I'm going to be on the phone with somebody, I'm going to give them my time and give them energy. And I do that lovingly. I like to give my full attention to people on the phone. But I don't always have that to give. And you can't pour from an empty cup. So I'm not always just too busy to answer. Sometimes I'm not doing anything and except enjoying silence and having a moment to myself, which is actually something, something big. Uh, you know, have I have two kids and a husband and a business outside of this podcast. And so having my own silent time comes few and far between. And so if I have that time to myself and someone calls, then choosing to protect that space is a form of self-care. So choosing time for yourself to do something that nurtures you and energizes you is obviously a form of self-care. But self-care can also be something that protects you, protects your energy, that protects your time. So face masks, baths, people will argue whether or not this is true self-care, but it's about the intention of that time. See, the intention of me not answering my phone sometimes is to have that time for myself. And I'll call the people back eventually when I have the time and the space to to give. Uh, Because honestly, being on the phone with other people is a form of giving, right? (laughs) It's a form of giving, but it's also be a form of taking if you really need to like vent about something. But that's like for a whole nother episode. So, all right. A lot of times especially with that definition, the old definition of how you think of self-care, it's really hard to make time for self-care. When you think of a long bubble bath as the form of self-care, when you think of being able to like carve out a whole hour as a mom, parent really, a partner, um, a business owner, that can be massive. And you start to think, all right, well, I don't have time for that type of self-care. But you already practice self-care in smaller, smaller ways. So when you recognize that you're already doing it, you can create space for doing more of it. So when I recognize that not answering my phone is a form of self-care, I don't mean that I'm just not going to answer my phone more to implement more self-care. I mean that I'm going to recognize other areas in my life 
that are mini bites of self-care and that I can focus on those more. So for example, I freaking love showers. I'm not a bath person. I love a good shower. And so what I've started doing is implementing a, you know, a relatively daily, <laughs> I don't shower every day. Um, maybe that's TMI, but it's the truth. But when I do, <laughs> it is time that I take for myself. So I do take a lot of time in the shower. I take extra time to put on like really luxurious moisturizer and I add vitamin E e-oil to that moisturizer and then I use these like suction cup things to suction my skin I think it helps with like fascia or I don't know you'll have to look it up but I think it's like a little beauty thing but I take that shower time and I just implement more care more self-care into the experience that I'm already having so when you start to see there's something funny about your psyche when you feel like you're coming from this place of lack right like I lack self-care regular self-care, I lack the time and the space to do it, then you it, it makes it feel really challenging and like this whole new habit you have to form in order to create space and time for self-care. But when you can look at what you're already doing and recognize that in some form of another, some form or another, you are caring for yourself, you are nourishing yourself, you are energizing yourself, you are protecting yourself, then you can see other ways in your life that you can implement it in small bites as well. So what is the intention of your time? I'm going to take a shower, but I'm going to intend for that shower to be very nourishing, very energizing. Uh, I use dry brushing at the, at the beginning of my shower because it helps with lymphatic drainage. And that helps to give me more energy, a form of self-care for me. So look at where you're already practicing and implementing little bout, like pieces of self-care based on this new definition of it being an action, an intention and not strictly an action. And it's going to broaden all of the options you have to care for yourself. And nobody can tell you what that's going to be. No one can sell you an hour of this or a product of that and tell you that it's self-care, that it's going to help with self-care. No one, you, only you have that authority. Only you get to say what is self-care for yourself. For me, it's not answering the phone. (laughs) For you, it might look completely different. It might be getting like a really nice dragon fruit and not letting anyone else in the family have a bite. That's also something I do uh, because everyone else gets to eat everything else in the house. But occasionally I just get a fruit for myself uh, and that's very much a treat. And it is, sure, that can be a form of self-care. <laughs> All right. So now that we've redefined self-care, hopefully you're looking at the things that you already do outside of like the super basic definitions or ideas of what self-care are and you can start to recognize you already doing it you have space and that you can implement more because the better you care for yourself the better you can care for others like i said at the beginning of this episode you can't pour from an empty cup i can't be on a phone call with someone when i don't even have the energy for myself and I need to sit in that silence, build it up, and then be able to be there for somebody else. Uh, if you can't tell from just the freaking topics and the conversations in this podcast, I truly care. Like, 
when my friends need me, I am there. I'm there to listen. I'm there if they want my opinion. Um, and there are occasions when I just can't be, when I've got to be here for myself. So, you know, that's where self-care is really, really important. So I can show up. I can show up to, you know, create these podcasts and to, to answer the call next time. <laughs> All right, so now on to the questions. Here are the questions for your self-care. I really want you to think about this. This is an important one for me, for you to soak in because you are the most important person in your life. I'm going to say that again. You are the most important person in your life. If you're not care- taking care of you, you cannot effectively take care of anybody else. And we find ways to pour from an empty cup as parents and business owners, as just human beings in relationships. We somehow find ways to wring out the very bottom when we feel like somebody needs us. Some of us can. Maybe you're the luxury of a person who never felt you had to do that. But I've definitely had to work through that. And it took me a lot to not feel guilty about taking care of myself. That was a big one. Man, maybe this is a tangent we need to go on. Feeling guilt around caring for yourself (laughs) is so massive. And I can resonate with that as a mom, right? So if I'm uh, working on, I own my own business. And if I'm working on my business all day, and then I also need to take time after working on my business away from my family, um, I felt a lot of guilt around that in the beginning because, you know, I think traditionally people will look like, well, you've been at work all day, you know, like you had time for yourself, but no, I didn't. That was, that was not time for myself. That was time for my clients, time for my business, which is an entity in it of itself. So finding that space and releasing that guilt because you are the most important person in your life. You've got to take care of you. All right, now we're going to go back to the questions. (laughs) What actions are you already doing that, with this new definition, you can recognize as self-care? For example, looking back, knowing that it's an intention and not an action, I know not answering my call, some some calls sometimes is a form of self-care. So what actions are you already doing? This is the first step in implementing more self-care, is seeing where you're already taking care of yourself. You're already doing it in some form of another, some form or another. I don't know why I keep messing that up. Anyway, when you can see what you're already doing, you can implement more, right? If you're coming from a space of lack, like you never do it, I don't ever have time to do it, then you're not going to find space to implement it. This is a mindset shift. All right. Second question. Ooh, have you ever felt guilt around these actions that you're now recognized as self-care? I feel guilty sometimes when I don't answer the call. I do. It comes up, but then I let it go away. I do feel guilty sometimes to not give other people my time. Isn't that wild? So have you ever felt guilt around the actions that you now recognize as self-care? And how can you release and accept that these actions are necessary for you? How can you release anything that you might feel guilt around? And maybe you don't. Maybe you look at your self-care and you're like, queen, I deserve this. I don't feel guilty at all. More power to you. That's great. Uh, share your tools and tips and tricks. <laughs> and then the last question is, do you agree with yourself? Do you agree with yourself? 
Do you look at certain actions that you're already taking? Have you qualified them as self-care? And now do you agree with yourself? Because you might think of something like not answering your phone and then decide that you're not going to feel guilty about it. And then get to the third question and be like, no, actually, that's not, for me, that's not self-care. And that's what I encourage you to do. Answer the questions, but also ask yourself, do I agree with myself? Because it's not about what I have to say. It's just about a different perspective and exploring what's right for you and yourself. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and for giving me the grace to disappear for a couple of weeks. (laughs) Um, There's not a whole lot of episodes left in this season, but I am excited uh, to bring some fun topics coming up, some island-inspired topics. So hope that you are having a wonderful day, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening, love. If you enjoy these podcasts as much as I enjoy creating them, please review me on Apple and Spotify. Your reviews facilitate the growth of this podcast. You can also connect with me on Instagram at IAgreeWithMyself.podcast. These episodes are produced by me, Sabrina Aveyan. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next time.